Hello, this is Ash. By now you know that we're doing some end of year specials. And for today's episode, we had Ilsa Hampton, the CEO of Meaningful Aging Australia, come back to the show for the second time. She joined us early in season one to talk about spiritual care. And uh, you can go back and listen to that episode right now if you like, or you can stay on the line and listen to this one. Today we're talking about finding personal meanings in the end of year and ways to accommodate everybody's plans when it comes to Christmas, New Year's and the holidays. And there's even a little bit about my New Year's plans in there, which I know everybody is dying to hear about. (laughs) Anyway, here it is. I hope you enjoy. Ilsa, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me, Ash. It's great to have you back and uh, people who've been listening to the show for a while will remember we had an interview Oh my goodness, all the way back in season one, that might have been 2020, around this time last year? Yeah, I think it was broadcast around this time. We did the interview a little bit uh, a few months earlier in 2020, yeah. Yeah, wow. So much has changed and yet so little has changed, it feels like, (laughs) in the time of COVID. But uh, we were talking about spiritual care and a lot of the programs that you guys are running at Meaningful Aging Australia. We wanted to get you back as well to talk about of course, the very special time of year that we're approaching now, which is full of lots of significant events in the spiritual calendar. What are you seeing that carers are experiencing at this time of year? What would people be coming up against? I know it's it's a, an emotional time and there's for people who are living in care, there could also be an element of sadness or of loss. Oh, yeah. And for the staff and the workforce as well. So Christmas, it's complicated. It's a really complicated time <laughs> of year because we've got a really strong dominant narrative, although I feel like now there's a bit more permission to tell a different story, but, you know, a strong dominant narrative around good times, getting together, eating really well, drinking really well, you know, having a lot of fun. Or, you know, maybe Christmas is a, a time of great joy and celebration for you or it used to be, but as you sort of alluded to, Ash, then, you know, maybe your life circumstances have changed that it's now preventing you from participating in something that you know is going on in another part of your family. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's kind of messy and I guess at Meaningful Aging Australia we really encourage people to approach those uh, conversations about Christmas with a really open mind and open heart and it doesn't mean that you have to, like if Christmas is a great time of year for you, you don't have to pretend otherwise, mm-hmm. but just that we we step back a little bit from the assumptions that can circle around um, these points in the year. Mm. Yeah, it's definitely not as simple as we're made to believe in the commercials. There's a bit more Mm. going on there. Do you have any sort of tips or prompts that you've advised carers to connect with people in in maybe more of a genuine way at this time? Yeah, well, we put something out in our See Me Know Me newsletter, which is more for older people who are living in the general community, but I think it applies to any of us, is just to come into those conversations just in a a, more of a sideways way perhaps. Mm -hmm. Oh, so, you know... Christmas time is coming up. What, what's this time of year like for you? Mm. Or I could use this as, a, as a, a real life example from my own life. I do enjoy Christmas. And I also, I really love putting up Christmas decorations. It's a strong mm-hmm. tradition that uh, my mum, you know, started and, and then I, I picked it up. I, I'm sure I, I didn't do it in my 20s, but somewhere along the line, I started gradually bringing in back all these things that were part of my childhood. So I, I love it. And um, I get my son involved and we invited, so years ago when he was in primary school, we found out one of his friends, they couldn't put up decorations because her her younger brother would kind of interfere and wreck them. Right. <laughs> so I said, well, why doesn't she come over to our house and help us with our decorations? And so 
um, we've got this tradition now and, and my son, he's 15 now, and he said to me this year, are we going to do that tradition again? I'm, of course we're going to do it. You know, we have to invite her over. I'm not going to say her name just in case someone's mm-hmm. listening who might know them. But it's been really quite lovely then. So it's me and my son and, and my son's friend. My husband, he's not into it. He's not mm. into Christmas decorations at all. And, in fact, he has quite an ambivalent relationship to Christmas. So, so you know, encourage people to try and find a way forward so that it's not that the, that your Christmas story isn't completely dominated either by how you want it to be or how the people around you want it to be because mm. that's where I think we can end up with some real a real clash. Yeah, that's, that's really nice. And I, I like you mentioned your tradition there, you know, whether or not people recognise it, everybody's kind of got traditions around this time of year, whether that's participating, not participating, whatever it is, and, and taking the time to kind of understand how people want to spend this time, whether it's a significant period or, or not. It reminds me of, I, I think, every New Year's Eve, I'm on the hunt for a good party. I'm always right. snooping it out, but my girlfriend isn't so much into that. She'll want to start the new year on the beach at sunset, hopefully. And right try and do that for herself. And I know that's really important. So yeah. if anybody's listening and they know a good party, I think Ilsa and I are looking. I'll count you in there or something. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm more the, I'll go to the beach. I'm an introvert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so do you, um, nice. how do you navigate that then, Ash, with your um, partner preferring quiet beach sunset and you looking for a party? What? How do you work that out? Yeah, I think, well, last year what we did was she was at the party and then- the next morning, I think she took off early and I think she just, she tried to do a bit of both, but that's not mm. necessarily the best way to do it. It might happen this year that she, she does her own thing and I do my own thing. I think it, it just shows that these, you know, it all means different things to each of us. For me, yeah. New Year's has always been a little bit, well, I think at the moment it might be changing, but it's felt previously more special than Christmas, probably because I spent a lot of Christmases away from family. Mm. So, I've always looked forward to to celebrating New Year's, but I think for her it's about, you know, setting everything up for the new year and reflecting on what's come and centering herself, I think. Mm. Yeah, so I think that that, you know, taking that time to get underneath to try to understand what is it about this, you know, X or Y that's important for me can often then unlock some new possibilities for the way that things are done Mm. because you might realise it's not about, for want of a better example, having ham on the table. (laughs) (laughs) It's about special food or, you know, which then if you've got, maybe you've got a vegan coming and and you're really struggling, it's like, okay, well, how do we do special vegan food? And I wonder if you being kind of younger generations, if that sort of ability within the context of your relationship to do different things and be okay with that. I think days gone by, it was very much like as couples, you had to show up for whatever the thing was, even if one of you was miserable. <laughs> well, let's, uh, you know, let's check in early January and see which one of us or yeah. if either of us was miserable on New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully neither. <laughs> hey, Ilsa, this, is, uh, this has been fun. I hope that your Christmas and New Year's and whatever you make of this period is, is good, that nobody's disappointed, nobody's miserable, and that you have a meaningful time <laughs> over the holidays. Thanks, Ash. The final word on that, I guess, is if we are sad or disappointed, that we're going to be okay. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's one time of the year, so it will be okay. Nice. Thanks for your time, Elsa. Thanks a lot, Ash. Ash.